You are the man now, dog. 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 Come on, come on, everybody. Don't look up. There's no time to die. It's the power of the dog. Welcome to the Man Dog Pod, the improv and conversation podcast. With me, Dan Lifford, and my co-host, Ryan Rosenberg. What's going on, Ryan? What's up, Dan? I love that new intro. Now, where did that come from? Oh, well, I was in a dreamlike state in the middle of the night, woke up, it pop flashed into my mind, and I thought, this is how we'll intro every show, is it'll yes. be like popular, you know, things fit into the intro, things of the moment. Love it. Um, I think there were a few more movies, but I forgot them and wanted to rush the, the beginning here. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we could, I mean, get our guests on. I would love to. It's great to be here with you, Dan, but even better to have some fun guests. And our guests today are from the hit podcast, Hey Riddle Riddle. Welcome, guys. We have Adol Rafai. Hey. Okay. Uh, hello. hello. <laughs> oh, I thought no, you, no. you got through all three. You lost I know, your me chance. Too. <laughs> I know, me I blew too. It. That's okay. And then we have Aaron Keefe. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for being here. And then we have JPC. No comment. Just go no to get it right off the board. No comment. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Dan, I feel like you could really tighten up your intro. Oh, wow. Is that one? Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't know, actually. I've never heard it pronounced. I've just seen the the poster. I want to think of one. <laughs> okay, great. Aaron, Let's use the Eternals. Aaron, use the Eternals. That's, what, that's yeah. a gift for you. Just say the Eternals. West Side but make Story. It well, right I, there, I was going to do West Side Story, and now I can't. All right, what's next? <laughs> West Side Doggy. <laughs> Ryan <laughs> understands. <laughs> Dune. Is that too late? Dune. No, Dune fits. Dune's it's- still in theaters. So I can confirm Dune is still in theaters. Dune. I 100% don't get it. <laughs> Dan, do you How have like you a movie pass doing? or something? Uh, I have the AMC movie pass. Yeah. Oh, I'm, you're a Stubbs ne- member. Yeah, yeah, I would say I'm more of an A-lister, but yeah. Oh uh, <laughs> he used to just use Stubbs. Now he's on the A-list. I don't know. Heartbreak be just nice. feels better there. And uh, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> I'm a Stubbs member as well. Welcome Can we talk about that? Club. Can we talk about that Nicole Kidman opening for for the Stubbs thing that yes. plays for every movie? Mm-hmm. I fucking hate it so much. It's <laughs> it's so bad. Why, it, why do they make us watch that? Well, it bothers me because I'm really, if anybody hasn't seen it, when you go to a movie, they now convince you that movies and theaters are good, which is like, I know I'm here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you play this anywhere else, but <laughs> I'm here. Uh, and it's like this, humi- it's, for me, it's really embarrassing. It's like Nicole Kidman telling you why she loves movies as she goes into a movie theater and watches yeah. Wonder Woman and, Creed 2 and a bunch of other movies. Uh, but it, it just embarrasses me on her behalf. Because the mm-hmm. to me, the performance isn't that good, which, like, who am I to rate Nicole Kidman? But it's like, <laughs> the writing's kind of cheesy, and it's like, I have to watch this every time I see a movie now. 
Yeah. Well, we all know why she did it. Like, Nicole Kidman did it because she could get some money for doing it. It's not like she called her agents and was like, I really want to make, like, movie magic a thing again. Like, <laughs> how do I bring this back? Help me bring my message yeah. to the world. So, JPC, <laughs> would you like it better if it was uh, Nicole Kidman and it's just her looking at a movie and she goes, God damn, this screen kicks the shit out of my TV. And then, like, gives a thumb. Like, just, like, in and out, says why movies are Absolutely. better than TV. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if I were her, what I would love to see Nicole Kidman is sit down in the theater and go, hot damn, I'm getting paid both ways. I make these motherfuckers and I advertise these motherfuckers. I'm Nicole Kidman. I'm rich as hell. Let's watch movies, baby. (laughs) Has she been in movies recently? Because I feel like she's been more on TV. She was in uh, The Prom, but I think that was straight to Netflix. Oh, she just did the I Love Lucy thing. Which is straight to Amazon. Amazon. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Well, then hey, no. Nicole, yeah, so she hates the movie. Fucking preach. Yeah, what the- she hates the movie. Is- she wouldn't be caught dead in the theater. <laughs> that was a great or on a big screen. She yeah. hasn't been in movies. She wouldn't have been in the undoing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. doing project. a commercial on her couch. She should be like, this is the way to do it. At home in sweats. <laughs> not to keep harping on that. Yeah, but she's not wearing what people wear to the movies in that. No. She's very elegant. It's yeah. strange. She's wearing, well, like, she doesn't a look like people who sparkly suit. Yeah. Maybe that's what I hate about it is that it's kind of like Uncanny Valley. Yeah. It's like this doesn't feel like the movies. You feel like you're like on a red carpet, which we're not all allowed at, no. really. Yeah. It's like this is fake reality. Well, Nobody's actually sitting a red around carpet uh, in the yeah. A-list section usually <laughs> yeah. uh, oh if, if you're going to get your drinks and soda and popcorn. It's red, so – this wow. guy spends $23 <laughs> once, and all of a sudden we got to hear about it can, forever. Once can I, a month. <laughs> I, can, I, can I share a weird experience that I had at the movie? I, I want to know, because I want uh, I, I haven't talked about this with anyone, but I just want to know what you would do in this situation. So I bought tickets to an AMC theater, and they let you select a seat, and we just went and saw uh, The Eternals, and it's been out for, like, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. So the theater was empty, and there was no one buying the seats. We bought them about an hour before the movie. So we bought our seats, and then when we got into the movie theater, you know, huge open movie theater, there was someone sitting directly behind the seats that we bought our <laughs> seats for. Do you sit – and the movie hadn't started yet. It was, like, it was going to start in, like, five minutes. Do you sit in the seats that you bought, or do you risk – sitting somewhere else and then having someone else like come up to you and be like, oh, you're in my seat, even though the rest of the theater is empty. Yeah, I could tell you exactly what I'd do because it happened to me at Candyman. Some <laughs> psychopath brought the seats right next to us. Uh, Insane. And and we had bought, you know, you get the best seats in the theater when the it's seats, empty. Yeah, the, yeah. And so we got the middle seats. And then I think they were, they're either, I, what I hadn't been able to decide is if they're aloof or if they're big time in us. If they're trying to be like, <sighs> We'll take the best seats. I dare you to sit right next to somebody. Did that add some, like, unease to the movie in a good way of, like, they're making you uncomfortable. It's a horror film. Mm, No, no. Uh, (laughs) It ruined ruined the experience. It it ruined the previews because of that thing you're saying where you're spending the whole previews. Every person that walks in, you're like, am am I in their seats? Are they going to walk? Because I moved. So you Uh, moved. I moved, yeah. Um, Here's here's Uncle Edel's little little tip and secret. What you do is you buy, your, you buy your tickets wherever, and then once the movie starts, you are able to move to the handicap section, which are two seats with massive space on either side. 
I'd say don't do that. Well, hold on. (laughs) I'd also say maybe don't do that. And I also don't describe things as Uncle Adel's little tip. Aaron, I totally agree. There's like a dozen handicapped seats and you wait until the movie starts. If the movie starts and there's nobody occupied, clearly if there's somebody who wants those seats or needs them, clearly they take them and you give them to them. It's a dark day for our friendship battle. I did not know that you were doing that. They mostly go unused and they say, if you look at your ticket, it will say, or if you look at the seats, it will say, if nobody's sitting here by the time the movie starts, you are permitted to sit there. That way you sit there and you have uh, a huge amount of side on uh, a huge amount of space on either side. Mm. And Gemma and I just did this to go see the Eternals. And what happened was uh, in, right in front of us was a couple watching the movie. And at some point, the guy put a blanket over his lap. The girl's head pops beneath that blanket. And the guy and the guy's like five feet in front of us. And, I love it. <laughs> and you see the blanket doing its work. And the guy... Wow. Looked around and like made eye contact and then kept going. So it no. wasn't it wasn't like a let me see if anybody's watching and we'll stop. It was like I want people. I want to make unblinking eye contact with people so they know what's going That's on. That's old oh fashioned. God. I haven't yeah. heard about someone was, doing things in the theater since I was in middle school. I felt like I was in Porky's or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're bringing the blanket to the movie theater, nothing is going to stop you at that point. It could be a full movie yeah. theater. You're like, I brought <laughs> right, the blanket. It's premeditated. Yeah. It's premeditated. I just say it's to me, I'm like, take that shit to the back. Like whatever you yeah. like, pull your Alanis Morissette bullshit in the very back row. Where <laughs> very no, you're very not going to disturb row. anyone. Was and it? I'm not saying not that I care in this way, but that's a crime, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. you can't do that in public, right? We, Is that, isn't that illegal? I'm almost yeah. It's it's public exposure, right? Uh, well, I would, I would assume. Blanket. If there's a blanket, is there exposure? Public, oh, public there's a blanket. Indecency? You can do whatever you want. I don't think well, you're I mean, allowed to have sex. I, hold on, Ryan. I'm Googling it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not saying that you're allowed to do whatever you want, but... No, if I, I, sh- I robbed a bank with a blanket. <laughs> it was fine. It was totally fine. <laughs> if Nobody not, saw it. If I'm not seeing anything, then... There, I mean, is it exposure? You probably, it's probably not that crime. It's probably not like, I can't be like, this man showed me his penis. And it's like, well, <laughs> was there a blanket over his penis? Because he didn't show it to you then. He showed, he showed me you a blanket. <laughs> I think it would be public indecency. Enough. We did, we did go yeah. up to employees afterwards and they were, they were like 19 and they just kind of shrugged and they're like, oh, uh, do you want your money back? And we're like, well, we, we prefer you like ban these people. And they're like, we can't really do that. And I'm like, great. I tried. Honestly, okay, though, if, if I saw someone getting a blowjob in a movie and I was like, can I have my money back? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The 19-year-old doesn't care. I can make <laughs> a big fair. deal. I'd be like, Let, yeah, sure. Give me some free tickets. Sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is what California law says. Okay. That it's not a crime unless someone sees you or you make someone uncomfortable, in which case they're using indecent exposure and lewd content. Co- lewd conduct in product mm. in public can i ask what you google yeah, there? <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm in, i don't want to tell but i'm also in like really <laughs> terrible company with i'm definitely like on a list somewhere <laughs> <laughs> i so, i typed i typed yeah. in hey so can you have sex in public <laughs> next time you buy a movie ticket there's going to be a narc seated right behind you <laughs> it's going to be nicole kidman <laughs> crossing her arms yeah. <laughs> there I think, should be oh go ahead i was going to say i think i'm going to buy that outfit and then walk into the movie theater last for a midnight <laughs> premiere. Oh and say the <laughs> monologues. In the whole... walk up with the heels. I think that everyone would appreciate that kind oh of Oh my thing. God, it's Nicole Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. 
No, it's not. <laughs> this is weird. Nicole Kidman loves popcorn. <laughs> and Coca-Cola. <laughs> Nicole Kidman got three popcorn refills throughout the film. It was crazy. She Nicole keeps saying it's part of the A-list. It's allowed. <laughs> Nicole Kidman brought a blanket. <laughs> oh, brother. Nicole Kidman's getting arrested by an arc? <laughs> Yeah, Adam, I'm, I'm obsessed surprised. with the idea of narcs. I'm surprised you wanted them banned. What, because you think I'm a party dude? <laughs> yeah. I, I, give, off, I give off dude. Michelangelo energy and not Donatello energy. <laughs> yeah, man, I thought you were cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess I go through with life just being like, ah, this person ruined my day. This person ruined my day, but I never say anyone to anyone about it. <laughs> I, I normally don't, but I normally don't. But uh, my fiance was, was upset because they also kept talking the whole movie. So I think she now, was she was uh, already annoyed, and then they did that, mm-hmm. and then she was like, "That's it." And there was like, she had to explain there's kids, the plot there's to kids her in the time she yeah. came up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they live forever. <laughs> Eternal. Who's that guy? Well, you were if you had paid attention. <laughs> I was blowing you. Uh, tomato, tomato. This is why the, uh, the hand job is the more appropriate sexual act in a movie theater because both people still get to watch the movie. I I feel bad for the person. I mean. I'm maybe I'm go assuming again. too much about it, but she, she, everyone was probably having a great time doing the thing that they talked about doing. It's not like the guy brought a blanket and was like, look, whoa, a blanket. What a coincidence here at the movie theater. This was a plan. Can we all agree yeah, I mean, a hand job is a gentleman's blowjob? Thank you. I, I, I don't think I would. I don't think I would do anything to the people, but. As soon as you mentioned that they were talking during the movie, that to me is mm-hmm. the worse offense than yeah. getting a blowjob during a movie. The, the talking thing is simply, that breaks a social contract. Right. <laughs> There's no rule on the screen at the beginning that says, don't give blowjobs. Uh, there not. is one about using your phone and talking. It's like the crying baby sound, the toe text. <laughs> yeah. Blowjob blow sound. <laughs> the obvious blowjob. <laughs> we're in Airbud territory now because there's nothing in the rule book that says that you can't do it. Therefore, you can do it. When you guys were uh, of the age where people were hooking up in movie theaters, I feel like I was only hearing about making out or hand jobs. Were people mm-hmm. genuinely giving each other blowjobs in theaters? Not in my world <laughs> yeah. at all. I, I, was, I, I didn't even have friends who were having those experiences. Same, yeah. yeah me neither. I was. I think there was, uh, is it Diner? I think there's the movie Diner where Mickey Rourke cuts a hole in his popcorn and there's like a whole thing. I feel like oh, that's where that came that. from originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the movie Diner, if you watch that, that's where it's sourced from. But I, I feel like people would joke about that, but nobody ever actually had the experience. Mm. I that would feel awesome. A bunch of scratchy popcorn. <laughs> Butter going right in your people. I, <laughs> yeah. I heard about people who would get on like yeah. onto the floor of the movie theater and have sex, no. but I never heard about a blowjob. And in my mind, I thought the reason why I never heard about that was because I was like, it's not possible because of exposure. Mm-hmm. But when Adam mentioned bringing a blanket to the movie theater, that rocked my world because I was like, that guy's a fucking genius. He got over the, he got over the, you can't have sex on the floor because it's awful down there. But having the blanket, perfect. Yeah, yeah I saw you looking around your room for a blanket yeah. frantically as soon as that story was. I didn't realize that you were allowed to bring one to the movie theater. I would have been doing that my whole life just because they're freezing right. in there. Yeah. Yeah. I one time in college went in pajamas and and brought a blanket with a couple of my friends and it was just because we were like lazy and like, fuck it. I don't care about anybody at the movies, you know? And everybody was like really impressed with us. Oh, yeah. They were wow. like, that's awesome. <laughs> cool. I uh, Cool. I wish I did that. We were like, I guess you can. 
at all. You know, anybody can. Uh, when when I was in high school, I was I would I shared a blanket with someone that got a hand job. Uh, but I was I was with my girlfriend. Oh my god! I was with my girlfriend, her sister, and her sister's boyfriend. And we were like on a couch watching a movie and all of us, like all four of us were like sharing a blanket and her sister gave her boyfriend a, a hand job under that blanket that we were all like sharing. And I remember at the time being like, well, there's nothing I can do. Like I can't, <laughs> like I, I don't have the tools to stop whatever's happening. I have to just let it play out. Oh my God. I, I can't even talk about it because well, I, I don't, I, mean, I was Oh, I was like, I was like 15. I didn't know what the fuck I was yeah. supposed to do. Were you getting the ripples from the uh, <laughs> exertion of force? I mean, it's all I talked to my girlfriend about it at the time afterwards, and it was all we could think about. Like we couldn't like even the the movements were so minute, but it was like it was like having superhuman senses. Like you could feel the earthquake coming. Yes. Like it just it just <laughs> coming. Also, it's her sister, it was awful. right? That's weird. Yeah. That's yeah. really horrible. I mean, I have done that to someone. (laughs) I did that to someone in my youth, and I can never apologize to that friend group enough. But yeah, at least it wasn't my sister. (laughs) 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 I I don't know. I mean, sure. Did you get your money back? (laughs) 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 Oh, God. That's horrible. Yeah, that's uh, the one thing. The one thing that I that was going through my mind was me just being so grateful that my girlfriend at the time was not also like, let's give, let's give him a hand. Like I was like, the thing that I wanted least in the world right then was a hand job. And I'm glad that there was never any like chance of her being like, how about a hand job for you too? And I was like, no, I couldn't do that. I would blow up. I'm not like that guy. I'm not like that guy. Me and that guy, me and that guy are not the same. I'm not jealous. I'm awkward. I'm not jealous. I'm awkward. I'm going to try a scene here. Great. Okay, Nicole. So um, we're excited to be t- kind of doing the 2022 version of the Heartbreak Feels Good Here uh, Theater's Rule ad. And this, that was some of the feedback we've gotten is the experience you were doing in the last one didn't seem like what it's like to be in a movie theater. So this time around, we're going to try to just make it feel a little more accurate to the experience of coming to a wonderful AMC theater, whether you're an A-list Stubbs member or a loser who goes to see a movie once a month and is almost paying the price that you'd pay for stubs. <laughs> uh, sure. Do you mind if I do my American accent today? I'm working on a project and I'm just trying to. No, yeah, absolutely. I feel like you kind of were in the last ad, but we're also, <laughs> I, I didn't really know where you were last time. So great. That's what I'm always I don't going think people for. care. They just like Kidman. So you want me to be more of like a man of the people? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, your outfit's a little more down to earth, and just we're kind of, we're, we're even going to people the theater so it doesn't look like you rented out a private theater to watch a movie <laughs> so that you wouldn't have to see anybody, you know? Okay, weird. People are still doing that? <laughs> Same movies in- Almost exclusively. Like 99% per- percent of the people on earth that go to movies do it around other people, yeah. Wow. That's like seeing you a dinosaur. You- That's crazy. Um. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe you don't. It was- yeah, well... Um. I get I it, though. Qu- you don't want to get mobbed at a theater. Yeah. I'm, yes. so, I'm so sorry. I have a question. So I know I'm just supposed to be sitting here uh, and watching the movie, but am I? should I also be looking at Nicole Kidman? Because she is in movies. So should I be watching her or should I be watching the movie? It's a little bit of like a, oh, wow, even Nicole Kidman still comes to movies. But I wouldn't say you're obsessing over it. At the end of the day, you're still excited to be at the movies. So say at max one thing, make one sound, and then move on. Um. Yeah, that's fine. 
Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Just so you know, the sound will not end up in the final cut. But if you if it helps you to make the sound, it's great. Hello, so just for sir. Me. Yeah. Hi. Do you ha- work a job during the week? What do you do? I, what I'm is an this extra. Coat made out I'm of? an extra in commercials. Are you wearing oh. denim? Wow. I'm starting I mean, to we've... remember why we had Nicole do the last one alone. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, Nicole. Yeah, that's denim. Have I'm you sure been in, in your the movies you make and TV shows, some of the characters wear it, right? Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen. He doesn't smell like caviar. This is incredible. <laughs> and again, I'm not. Can I? Can't? May I? If she if she's doing lines to me, do I? Should I say lines back to her? This, or? Uh, Nicole, is this part of the ad? You're just kind of chatting, right? I'm we just won't so be curious. <laughs> there won't be any riffing. I want to put that out there for everybody. There won't be any riffing today. Nicole. Should I cut? You want me to cut? <laughs> oh, so yeah. I didn't call roll. I didn't Sorry, call I thought this was part of the scene, so I, I naturally was shooting it. I, I shoot everything I can. Well, maybe let's take one since you're rolling. We don't want to lose this full take. Okay. Um, so, yeah, sir, uh, you can kind of take in, Nicole. Um, the couple in the back, you know, maybe this is your your date night this week, so you're excited to be at the movies. Oh, we're uh, brother, sister. <laughs> <laughs> but we're really excited. <laughs> <laughs> the blanket is for warmth. <laughs> Yes. Okay. And <laughs> you're like, you've made that choice for your characters or in real life, your brother and sister? No, we're real life brother and sister. Um, okay. But our characters will be acting like boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> and the blanket is for a character choice. Okay. Well, let's just try one. I don't want to over direct. I kind of like people to, to do their thing. Hey, so, camera speeds. So, Nicole, um, you got the script there. You're walking into the theater and you're just describing the beauty of seeing a movie, the people around you and what's, what's on the screen. All right. Great. And action on the magic of cinema. You know how you're a billionaire and you're married to a guy with long hair and a guitar. Hi, I'm Nicole Kidman. I played Satine in Baz Luhrmann's Moulin Rouge in 2002 and I'm very rich. I rented out this theater for all these normal people. Can you believe how normal they are? Look at this guy. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry, I'm just two seats over. Excuse me. What seat are you? Um, in? cut. 15C. I'm 15C. I think this man is here to see a movie. Excuse me. Hey, did Todd Should get I that keep thing? Rolling? Hey, so Mike. Nicole. Did Todd get that thing? Sorry, I'm on a FaceTime. Did Todd get that thing? <laughs> hey, did Todd get that thing? These Tell him to call me when he gets it. Very his. rude. Are, are you talking to me? Or are you are you FaceTiming with someone in the crowd right now? Oh, I, I apologize. I was oh. told to make this like an actual movie going experience. So Sorry, I thought to great. talk with my phone on full volume. You're great. Yeah, no, oh. you're great. Thank you. Uh, I, Nicole called Nicole called cut, and I should have also called cut, but I was I was seeing oh. a lot of good choices happening. Here. I was just was confused because really we're, we're shooting a commercial about movies. So when someone says cut, I thought it might be about the movies and not an actual. <laughs> right. Is there a way to, can we say real cut or something? Does this guy have more lines than me? <laughs> this isn't part of it, Nicole. Oh. And we're, both, we're both looking at the app and our app both says 15C. So I don't know who's right or if it's an app. Problem. All right, real cut. All right, I'm going to go ahead and cut. Real cut. That's real a real cut. cut. <laughs> yeah. Real cut. There we go. Cutting. Oh, should you want me to mark that one, or should we just trash it? <laughs> yeah, that's a trash one. Thank you. Are Steve. you sure? <laughs> yeah, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, just real quick, up here from the brother sister team who are acting not as brother and sister, was what we were doing reading? Uh, yeah, it just feels like if you are a couple, uh, I'm a little uh, off put by the brother being so kissy and this, or the boyfriend being so kissy and the girlfriend kind of like 
moving away from it. You know what I well, mean? Well, that was the character choice. We we were famously on a kiss cam um, at a uh, at a Phoenix Suns game, so we we feel like that works pretty well. It actually went viral, uh, uh, and that's probably how you ended up here as kind of a face recognition. So yeah, let's uh, w- let's do that again, and we'll see if it works. We'll see. If same it works. lines, everyone. Same lines. <laughs> same lines, Nicole. I'm realizing that um, I kind of pounded out the script pretty fast looking at your Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> You're just realizing that. <laughs> well, no, Sorry, I'm just I'm realizing that I did that, but I'm realizing that it's, it, you can tell. I thought I kind of. Um, I thought, uh, uh, you know, it was more about movies, but I'm realizing it's a lot of describing sure. who you are. Yeah, I'll do the alt lines that you wrote. Or, or you know, well, yeah, please. Thank you. Thank you. You, you. By the way, you're doing great. You look so natural. And mm-hmm. I, 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 I've said this a thousand times as a movie commercial, like the ads before the movies director. I'm so honored to be working with you. Yeah, we'll never meet after today. Oh it, and if Nicole is doing alt lines, oh, does it make sense for all of us to do alt lines, or should we continue to do the regular lines that we have been doing? Well, I, I say play with it. I, uh, yeah, play with what's in the world there because that, excuse that me, help me. Excuse yes. me. Earlier, you said you don't like to over direct, but it seems like you're micromanaging a lot of this. I said play with it. I was answering the. <laughs> <laughs> should I roll? Yeah, let's real. Is this real, real rolling? Roll? Real, real roll. Here we go. Real camera down here. Look over here. I'm the real camera, and we're rolling. <laughs> real rolling. Diamonds, yachts, Monaco, avoiding paying taxes. Hi, I'm married to a tiny little country star, and my name's Nicole Kidman. You may know me from my role as Virginia Woolf in 2007's The Hours. I wore a prosthetic nose for that. Since then, I have done many projects. Including Big Little Lies, The Undoing. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm, I'm in the middle. He's ju- he's still trying to find his seat. Keep going, Nicole. It's okay. This is what it's like to be in the movies for most. I people. hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it at all. You know, yeah. Sorry, I think I was D15. So my apologies. Your seat oh my is God. still good. No, I'll be right I'm in front D15 of you. as well. I was. Oh. It was upside down for me too. Upside <laughs> so oh. down. Oh. Well, why doesn't one of us take C and one of us take D? No kicking. Okay. Uh, uh, rock, paper, scissors for it? Sure. Okay. Too much. Too much for these guys. Rock, paper, You know, I'm going to go back to one. I'm going to go back to one and start over. <laughs> yeah, Nicole, back to one. Real. Keep rolling. Keep real rolling. Camera still rolls. Uh, C we, confusion, we guys. We're not doing we a best of five rock, paper, scissors for the C. <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy mistake, and you two move on from it. You know, I'll just take the top corner then. I'll just take the top corner. I'll take bottom corner. Is it okay, (laughs) director? Is it okay if I shout out um, the the sort of trivia that Maria Menudo is uh, displaying on the screen? I know a lot of the answers. Can I shout them out? Everybody knows a lot of the answers, okay? They're easy on purpose. Well, I just feel like I would, if I was at an actual movie, I would shout out the answers like when I watched Jeopardy at home. Sure. uh, I'll let you play. I don't want to overdirect. Okay, thank you. All right, Nicole. So you've just introduced yourself. You've told us all about your subconscious negative feelings about your partner. And now we're, <laughs> we're, we're moving into the magic of movies. And remember, you said in the last one, I hate it, when really you love it is the idea we're trying to portray to the world. Okay. okay. And so hey, let's continue. I, I'm the role. sorry. So, so quick, just on me, I'm sitting next to the uh, brother and sister who are <laughs> boyfriend and girlfriend. Could I change seats? Could I sit anywhere else? <laughs> 
<laughs> Unfortunately, you're at the edge of frame, so you will be out of the shot if you change seats. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> and then I don't. And then I don't get the twenty dollars. <laughs> That's right. You don't get the twenty bucks if you're not in the final shot. Twenty dollars. <laughs> I'm getting a free small soda. <laughs> and action. Real action. Real action. Hi, I'm Nicole Mary Kidman. I was born June twentieth, nineteen sixty-seven. <laughs> and that's a TV thing. As an American-born Australian, I'm an actress, a producer, and I was ranked on Time's 100 Most Influential People sure in the World okay in 2004. In I'm here to talk about okay, the magic the of cinema. Uncle Buck. These people here are stinky stinky. They are gross and too normal, but don't let that deter you. I'm B-15. I should go apologize. Rent out the theater. Excuse me. Excuse me. All right, real cut. Okay. That was really nice. You want me to keep rolling? That was really nice. Real cut, no real cut. Real cut, okay. Um, all right, sir, screaming out. Um, we can see the screen. We're cutting back and forth. And so if you are going to scream out, the answers were Jerry Seinfeld and the Matrix. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I thought that was Uncle Buck, too. <laughs> well, isn't it realism for me to get these wrong? No, because they're easy on purpose. <laughs> Wait, let me go back to this question. <laughs> what late 90s sci-fi thriller directed by the Wachowski sisters starred Keanu Reeves? You're telling me that's not Uncle Buck. <laughs> John Candy was sadly passed on for years. By okay. The late 90s. What? <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> That was fun. That was like uh, 20 characters. Wow, we managed to write a really bad play, uh, but a play all the yeah. same. It was a play. It was great. Aaron, yeah. I thought you were going to do an Australian accent for sure. I was like, oh, the one person on uh, the podcast who knows how to do an Australian accent. Who That's Aaron all over years the in Australia. I, I was there for two years and I never got great at it. I can sometimes, I don't know. It's wise it. to know that early in the scene, like, okay, if I do the accent, that's the whole scene. Right. Mm. Yep. Mm. That's true. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, just I really... the word surprise a lot. Oh, and no nice. one needs that. <laughs> surprise. It's Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Kidman. Rise of lights. <laughs> yeah, that's the word I, I use. I specialize too. in good acting. Didgeridoo. <laughs> uh, we've gotten some nice feedback from our Australian listeners who are. Uh, hear these episodes and are not offended. So it's okay is what I'm saying. That's really uh, them. We get a lot of feedback that we're doing New Zealand accents. Yeah. Mm. It's hard for we, me not to quickly edge into a New Zealand one. We did maybe well, some you of know, the, they're the same <laughs> fucking guys. <laughs> Ryan, no. <laughs> we did maybe I'm some kidding. of the worst Australian accents that anyone has ever done. Maybe 10 episodes into our podcast. And to this day, we get new Australian listeners who are like, hey, that was pretty bad. We're like, yep. <laughs> It's forever, Amen. too. That's the other problem. <laughs> it is interesting. It seems like everyone uh, everyone else around the world is so so easily able to do an amazing American accent. And mm -hmm. a lot of Americans cannot do other, uh, other countries' accents. Like, you think of every single superhero is a Brit or an Aussie, and they nail it. Mm -hmm. Like, they absolutely nail the accent. Yeah. Right. It's, it must be partially because it's, like, the dominant language you hear. Uh, it's what's your, you're hearing it in every movie and TV show that's like shipped to your country and globalized. Right. That's right. So it's like, I only yeah, hear Yeah, we're all watching accents. the same stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, and they they have the benefit also of if they fuck up a word, they have someone say like, "Cut, let's run it again." And us on a podcast, we're like, we fuck it up, and we're like, we literally don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> ship it yeah, everywhere yeah. forever. It doesn't yeah. matter. This is the amount of work I'd like to do. <laughs> Whenever. Why is it that all the big, famous, famous actors are? from elsewhere like why aren't there any good american like you know what i mean i think their theater schools are better i've I've given it a little bit of thought yeah i do think the theater schools are better but i've given a little bit of thought before and i think what it is is they're coming from smaller markets so i think like you think of chris hemsworth or whatever is that his name thor Mm -hmm. well he's Mm -hmm. out of this world attractive one (laughs) so that helps but two i think someone like him it's like he's in a smaller market in australia he's more likely to get cast and stuff at a young age He's more likely to get reps and hone his craft mm. and get get notes and work with people giving that him help mm-hmm. so that by the time he's of a certain age, he's able to break through internationally. Whereas America, right. America is such a huge market for actors. There's so many actors that nobody gets a lot of stage time or film time. So you don't, you're not ready by the time you're in your 30s or something. Oh, that's interesting. Good theory. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. My less thought out theory is that like it, in, because a lot of these guys are like the the modern definition of masculinity. And I think like American smoldering masculinity is really toxic now. Yeah. Uh, it's like the type of guy who would be like in three weeks canceled. And if you're like mm-hmm. a British or an Australian, like I think there, there's more just like of that idea uh, mm-hmm. where you can be like that quietly masculine guy without it also meaning that you are like an insane man. That's but yeah, I, right. I have no evidence to back that up. But Yeah. I wonder if, if, if any, if at any point it just comes down to like how charmed the decision makers are by accents, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the people who are casting love to take meetings with like charming British and Australian people. Mm-hmm. I would love, I'll put it out there. I would love to take a meeting with the charming British. And Australian <laughs> oh <person>. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. I, I think I could I could be charmed by a non-charming British or Australian person. <laughs> exactly. I, think, I think that accent's right. going to do some heavy lifting in the charm right. department. Right. I remember that that rude awakening happening to me for the first time in college where I had met this uh, British woman who's, you know, like 18 or 19. And I was like, oh, she's probably smart. Like, oh, yeah. like, this is going to be we're going to have a really smart conversation. And then I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, we're equally dumb. <laughs> like, the accent tricked me. I'm also quickly. dumb. Though. I yeah, feel like yeah. they did. It, it wasn't like the Stanford prison experiment or anything, but they did some sort of study where it's like they had, I don't know if it was a doctor or just like a counselor. It was someone giving like advice and they had someone with an American accent give advice and then someone with, with a like a posh British, British accent give advice. And people were like 98% more likely to take the advice from the person with the British accent. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they, totally it sounded like they knew what they were talking about. And it's like, no, they just mm-hmm. have an accent. Yeah. When I lived in Australia, my accent was a deterrent for so many people. Um, so much so that when we would go out for the night, I wasn't allowed to speak until we were actually in the bar or the club because uh, after really? a couple times they would hear me talk in line and not let me in. They like oh really God. did not Whoa. like Americans. Or if like a guy I thought was cute out, I'd go, let's see how long I can not talk. I'm going to Little Mermaid this. I'm going to make him fall in love with me. What's, from what's your name? Cues. Mm, mm-hmm. I, I just do a lot of like mysterious nodding and like sipping my drink. And then I'd be like, fuck, I'm, I'm so American. I'm so sorry. And they'd be like, oh. You're going to hook up with somebody who doesn't give a shit about you. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's perfect. She doesn't talk at all. 
all of a sudden you blurt out like, I need a hot dog. (laughs) That's like the most American phrase I can think of. Uh, I I mean, mean, uh, I ended up going out with more Irish guys than Australian guys who were just like there for work because they were like, everyone hates us here. (laughs) I get it. Whenever I travel internationally, I get a lot of people. They always ask if I'm from Canada or the U.S. Sometimes I say Canada if it seems like they don't like Americans. Um, but when they know I'm American or I say I'm American, they always do like a Texas accent. Mm-hmm. Like they'll all, like we always would say like uh, shrimp on the barbie or like hello gov. They'll be like yeehaw cheeseburgers. Like they do a like almost right. like a Texas yeah. Southern accent is like what right. what the rest of the world knows America as it seems. Or like yeah, the, in the, Australia the they like. They're like, actually, shrimp on the barbie is more southern Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very niche community. We're like, we don't know have, anything about your country. Have you ever, have you ever, uh, I guess for, for any reason at all, like faked, faked an accent uh, for like a social situation or something like that? No. I don't think so. Wow. Sounds like you have. Yeah, of course I have. Of course I have. I was more interested to see if I was a freak you're, or if everybody was You're good enough at another accent that you could pass? No, so <laughs> not, not at all. Not at all. And, and, and I guess uh, technically what I would do is I would fake speaking another language to get out of talking to people in a situation where I didn't think I should be like talking to people. Was this like a Nell situation? Uh, no spoilers, but what does that mean? <laughs> the Jody, there's a Jodie Foster movie where it's like her name is Nell and she lives on this island off the coast of one of the Carolinas or something. And they scientists bring her to the mainland and she's like, Abatah. Gadoobadoo. So she has her like own language. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she talks like a sim and she has her own language. And it's like, they're trying to show her like what the rest of the world is, how they're talking. And she's trying to teach them about her little island or something. It's very weird. I, wow. I, I was on an airplane once and I was, uh, it was, I was sitting in an aisle seat and it was one of those like, you know, t- oh, just two seats. And I was sitting next to this woman. And as soon as I got on the airplane, she was on the phone talking. I, I don't think the person on the other phone could, other end of the phone could have possibly said anything. She was just talking the whole time on the phone. We're like, you know, sitting, we're, we're boarded the plane. And eventually they, they tell, uh, you know, everyone to like turn off their phones or whatever. So she'll have to stop talking. But I got this, I got this powerful energy that this was not a person who could be silent with their thoughts. And I had a book that I wanted to read. And I was like, I know that as soon as this phone conversation is over, she is going to turn to me and try to initiate a conversation. Um, and I think this was a flight to Florida. So it was like three, a three hour flight. And I was just thinking, what should I do? What should I do? And I got in my mind that when when she did turn to me to talk to me, I was going to speak fake French to her because oh, wow. I don't know how to speak French. But I was going to say because <laughs> I, I got the vibe that she was also not a French speaker. So <laughs> it, it, truly, as soon as it happened, she, um, she, you know, she she hung up her phone like one second went by and she turned to me and she asked me a question. And I looked at her and I was like, and then she was like, oh, and she got very flustered. And I was like, oh, and and that was it. And I was like, whoa, that fucking worked. But then the flight attendant like came by and was like asking me if I wanted anything. And I just I was like, you can't speak now because you can't like show that, you know, English. So I was not the worst thing in the world to not have a Coke on a flight, but I was just, I just had to wave everyone away. And then I was like, I want to read my book. And I started reading my book. And like 30 minutes into reading my book, I realized this book is in English. (laughs) (laughs) If at any point she looks over and she sees the words on the page, she'll be like, what, this motherfucker can fucking read English, but can't speak English. (laughs) 
I, I mean, yeah. either way, the message is clear. You know what I mean? You do either, not want to talk to this person. Yeah. <laughs> it technically was successful. I, I didn't yeah. think about a lot of the uh, variables, but I got out of that situation without having to talk to that person for like three and a half hours. There's, so. pro- that, there's that, probably that, nothing more annoying than having headphones on on a flight or something. And so you can see someone talking to you and you have to take off your headphones. And you're like, huh? And they say something and you're like, mm-hmm. And then you put them back on and you yeah. see them mouth again. You're like. I'm trying to make it clear to you. Social cues. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think about this once a week. My mom's best friend is married to a musician. And so she went to like a bunch of fancy Hollywood events for a while. And she met Diane Sawyer once. Like she, Diane Sawyer came and sat at their table with them. And she panicked and started doing a British accent. Oh. And then she did it for like two hours (laughs) while she was talking to Diane Sawyer. She's like, Aaron, I don't know what happened. I panicked. She was so grand. She stood up so straight. I got so scared. So she panicked, did a British accent at her, and then had to go like, I'm I'm so sorry. And then Diane Sawyer walked away and was kind of freaked out. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You don't you don't tell Diane Sawyer after that. You just commit to it. I know she just was I think she was getting a little drunker and was like, Uh, I Diane, now that we're cool, I'm actually Massachusetts (laughs) trash. How about that? I think the best I I think the most palatable, like audio palatable accent is the transatlantic one that was like, that was like created just for movies. Yeah. Anytime I I hear that, that, I'm I'm like, I'll stop, I'll stop flipping the channel. I'll be like, I'm committed to watching this. You're a snob. Mm -hmm. You're the worst kind of snob there is. I like, I wish people (laughs) talked. It's just fantastic. Because it's just like American English with a kind of British affect. Yeah. 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 Uh, Okay, everybody. Uh, We've gathered some some wood from the crash planes uh, uh, <laughs> chairs that we started start a fire. We, I think this is the remaining survivors. Um, obviously, uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, so the French gentleman who was sitting next to me, uh, I, I hope you're okay. And ma'am on the other side of me who couldn't speak at all. I, I can't sign. I hope you can read lips. Um, but... But my- uh-huh. Yeah, I'm not understanding you. We need to live. <laughs> live. Excuse me, miss. <laughs> what? I think you I think it's time for the headphones to be off. We are crashed. Uh, can we uh sorry that champ. can I level with you? Sorry that champ. I, I think what you mean to uh, say is that we need to survive. We're already living. Just taking in air into our lungs is living. We need to survive, my good man. Oh, my God. What were we going to uh, say, yeah. headphones? <laughs> Ma'am, clearly nobody wants to talk to you on this flight, okay? You've been talking the entire <laughs> flight, even though we've crashed. We just still don't want to talk to you. And and I don't know how to Well, someone's got to make, make a plan. Someone's got to make a plan. Plan? Yes, plan. Make a plan. Yes, the, plan. those words have to be somewhere in the dictionary you were reading on the whole trip. <laughs> I am learning slowly. <laughs> Make a plan. Make a plan. All right, I'm going to go forage. I'm going to go forage and look for any sort of food that we can find close by, and I'll be back. Okay. I, I, I go forage. I go forage. <laughs> and I'm going to go as well, but forage isn't good enough for me. I'm going to five-edge. Ha-ha. <laughs> Look at my getaway sticks as I walk away. So does the accent come with the personality? <laughs> they, they, they're wondering it's the... Just keep walking. Just keep walking. <laughs> Don't look back at her. Okay. okay Nothing red. Don't poison me. I can no talk to you. I can what? talk. Oh, oh shut up. Oh. 
Oh no, he he heard me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, 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 shit. Oh. oh my god, you could talk, it's a miracle. It's like Lost, where the guy could walk all of a sudden when he couldn't walk on Earth. Locke? L- Lost. No, his name is Locke. Lo- the TV show was Lost. It wasn't Locke. named after him. Locke Everyone was walk. Lost. I watched the show four times. It's Lost. I watched the show last night, and that's true. <laughs> what are we disagreeing on here? I don't like you. Your personality. Sorry, I came back from foraging. We're all okay. We've landed. It stinks, but we're alive. We just, we all got to calm down, okay? We're carrying a lot of your anxious energy You know what? You know what? I'm just going to out everyone here. This guy's headphones are not plugged into anything. Look, they're just hanging down. Look at that. I know. uh, This guy is not French. He's my local weatherman, and I've heard him speak English almost every day of my entire life. I am learning to slowly speak English, but I am still French, and I don't know what the weather is. That's wrong. Look, I, I am a weatherman. Yeah. Yes, it's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a weatherman, everyone. I'm a weatherman. And I think this uh, guy's from the past. Who, me? <laughs> Maybe it's a time travel situation like Lost. When does Ugh. someone time travel in Lost? I've seen it four times. They travel back and forth in time. You mean Are you guys talking about Locke? <laughs> it's time trip. What? Are you talking about Locke? The character? We're talking about Lost, the TV show. No, the show. No. <laughs> no. God, I wish I died in the cockpit with the pilot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that was dark. Sorry. Adele, I always get so jealous when anyone gets to do that voice. That's my dream. The Mid-Atlantic? Oh, yeah. I love it. You could have done it. I know, but then I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to jump on his thing. I don't want to look desperate. <laughs> do you want to do a scene where we're all mid-Atlantic, no, Aaron? No, it's really sweet of you to offer. Aaron, you could have done it. You just had to do it first. I know. That's that's the it way is, that it works. Yeah, it is a fun accent. We did a Philadelphia story in college, mm. and I don't have a strong memory of it, but I do feel like it was – I think the reviews of the production were like, these college kids clearly have never smoked a cigarette before, and all these characters <laughs> are smoking. <laughs> That's horrible. I remember that being like a specific like. That's so funny. Uh, that's what I tried to quote when I, I I butchered the quote. But when we started doing those accents, that snob line is from Philadelphia Story. I weirdly mm-hmm. don't remember a thing about that show. I don't even really remember who I played. Like it's just from a period in my life that I don't have like a lot of good mem- not good memories, but just memories from. I don't they know if you guys remember. Threw you in a suit, like. handed you a cigarette, and just told I, you that. I, I want to say I was like. Is there Mercutio. like a foreign character in Mercutio. it? I think I so. I think it's about a love triangle. I think it's like Cary Grant, Jimmy Stewart, and Catherine Hepburn. And all but I feel triangle. like every play had some side Russian character. That's what oh, I yeah. got. Mm-hmm. That was like shows up in one scene. I don't remember it, but yeah. I feel the same way about some memory stuff. I feel like my brain has like a setting that I do not know how to turn off that just like auto deletes things at its own discretion. And it's like whole whole chunks of your life, years of your life, gone. And you never ask for that, but they're gone and they're never coming back. Was your brain on airplane mode? I honestly think that for a while my brain must have been on airplane mode. You know, you can just turn off notifications. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a good memory for any like anything specific? Like are you ever surprised 
when you think the whole bank was wiped and then you're like, whoa, that time I was at the mall when I was 12. Sometimes I'll remember something. I'm like, I'm pretty sure we said that we were going to do this. And then someone will be like, no, we didn't. And I'm like, I have to believe you because the alternative Mm. is for me to believe the person who I know is unreliable in the memory (laughs) department. So even if I do think that I've remembered something, I usually just give it up and say, you're right. You're probably right. Chances are good that I don't remember this. Right. I, um... I have, like, really good memories for stories my friends have told me of fun things they did that I wasn't at. Like, I, oh, like you no. have that night, Ryan, after the uh, Watch the Throne concert that you guys have a few memories from that, like, mm-hmm. I know the memories by heart and sometimes I'm, like, reminding you guys of the story. <laughs> right, That's right, so right. sweet. <laughs> I, I truly don't remember it at all. <laughs> you only hear one of these Watch the Throne stories? Yeah, you're, you're the uh, memory well, carrier for your friends. I, I, yeah. I, 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 the, the one I remember, I think it's from that night, is that um, you were at like a Popeyes or something, and you were trying to signify to Drew that oh, someone yes. was a tall drink of water. <laughs> you were like trying to do it through like sign language yes. or something like that. Yes, <laughs> for yeah, charades. Was, I was like tall because <laughs> we had already been joking around. Oh yeah, that was fun. We took the subway downtown and we all got really wasted and saw that show and then took the train back and went to a pizza place in Hollywood. I do remember that. Was show. it Jay-Z and Kanye or what What was Watch the Throne? Yeah, that's Jay-Z yeah? and Kanye. Okay. Yeah. And I'm yeah. told they played uh, the, the Fish Filet song like 40 times in a row or something like that. Yeah, I think they did the show like three nights in a row in LA and the first night they played it like seven times. The second night they played it like nine times and they played it 10 times in a row when we were there. And it was like kind of cool and kind of lame also. It was yeah. like after five, it was like, whoa. And then like six and seven were like horrible. And then, and then like, and then like eight was awesome. And then nine, nine stunk. And then 10 was like, they got 10. But it was crazy that it like kept everyone's attention. That, that was the thing I thought was like cool is that they just were like yeah these people are gonna stay i saw neil diamond live and he opened with sweet caroline and then halfway through the show he did another version of sweet caroline where he just had the audience sing it and then he closed Mm. with sweet caroline so i was like (laughs) i think uh i honestly wish some artists did that more Mm -hmm. like when we saw aqua i was like just play barbie girl six more times yeah and (laughs) we'll be satisfied you know why we're here mccartney I, i wanted him i was like play hey dude a few more times the audience is going right. crazy for Hey Jude. He, he just has that one song. <laughs> yeah, he only has one good song. I saw Boys to Men live, and it oh, was shit. just the three of them. They lost the deep voice guy, oh. I, and I had heard because it was because he hurt his back. Oh. <laughs> um, but they opened with Motown Philly because it's like their highest energy thing, and then they sang like you know it's so hard, like all their ballads or whatever, and then they did an encore that was Motown Philly. Hell <laughs> it yeah. was like, oh yeah. That's bookended. That's okay. delightful. Because they only have two like fun songs. The rest were like, man, these guys are good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like not upbeat and like, yeah, concert yeah, having a yeah. blast music. I, I mean, I can't do a 60 minute podcast without two or three characters that sound exactly the same. So it's like, <laughs> right. I get it. Like, do the right. thing that you're good at doing and let that be enough. Like, people are here for that. I honestly was sad when that French accent went away. I was like, I love this accent. <laughs> yeah. I love this It character. was really good. Do you know any French? <laughs> no, but I, t- I took three years of French. But it, okay. I mean, so uh, in high school, so it's all completely left my mind. Um, but I do remember that I used to, we had like written tests. And my French teacher, there'd be like, you know, a question in French. And if you put, if you answer the question with, uh, je regrette, je ne sais pas l'ancien, uh, which means, I'm sorry, I don't know the answer, uh, you would get half credit 
And so I got oh. like a C in that class because I was like, dude, I'm just putting this for every answer I can. Like, I'll je answer the ones I want. But je ne sais pas. Je ne sais Yeah, there's uh, got to be a limit on that. She's got to learn when it's not it, when it's not having the effect it's, it's intended. Yeah, when it promotes just not studying, you got to cut it off. I truly thought at one point I was like, there must be a limit to this. And then... Like I do with everything in life, I tested that limit and found out <laughs> there was no limit. I, 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 it was like truly I was at a very early age in high school where I realized most adults just do not give a shit. They're all just trying to get through the day. Yeah. And then I stretched that as far as it could carry me. Yeah, there is an age where you're like, you think teachers carry that shit home with them where they're like, they must be so concerned about my learning. And then it's, I mean, some, I mean, teachers are wonderful. They should get paid more for sure. But But I think it's funny at some point to realize as an adult, like, Everyone's just getting through the day, getting through their job. Like, yeah. I got so jealous this past summer because I went to France for a week with my uh, friend, Harrison. And he lived in France during college for a little while. And he can speak it and he can be funny in French. And I was like in a rage jealousy for a week. Uh. He's just like making bartenders laugh. And just like smoking cigarettes with people. And I was just like, I hate this. I feel completely <laughs> cut off at the knees here. They have no idea how charming I can be. He Maybe could just really be saying. I feel like a little kid. Yeah. He could just be saying in French to the bartender a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, honestly. yeah. My friend here doesn't understand what we're we saying. We went to a bar and it was just like all these like beautiful women working. And they're all like laughing at his jokes. And I was just like staring at my wine <laughs> like, i hate it here i want to go hot home dog, please hot dog. <laughs> yeah, hot dog please to go <laughs> hot dog to bed i'm going straight to bed <laughs> hot dog to go is the most american phrase you can ever say yeah <laughs> i don't appreciate a restaurant social experience and i want this thing fast I like the theme of you being like absolutely limited in foreign countries by by not even the language barrier because Australia was one of them. <laughs> you leave America yeah. and you just are not yourself anymore. No, I'm not my best self there. I, I was like, I'll dress fancy, I'll I'll play the part, but I know you guys are not going to like me. I got to go back to America. Uh, I, I want to try a scene. <clears throat> Hey man, could you could you switch me tables? Uh, they they just sat thirty two and. It's three of my teachers from high school, and I, I can't I, – I, I just can't go in it. I can't interact with them. Hey, buddy, you got this, okay? They're just, they're just humans. They just want to eat. You don't have to treat them, you know, in any special way. Just, just take the table. I, oh, I truly wasn't looking for a pep talk. I was just looking for like a friend thing where like you just <laughs> – Oh, yeah. You're not – you – Yeah, and I wasn't trying to give a pep talk. I don't want to take your table. Sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, I can't believe I asked the one guy in this restaurant who I fucking hate to his core. If wow. he was switch tables wow. I hate you, but we have to, we have to keep going. We, ha- we have to keep going. Yeah. Oh. Fuck man. Dale, Dale, I hate you so much, but I, you know, I get it. Oh, they're raising their the hand. They're raising their hand. I think they, yeah, yeah they're ready. Yoo-hoo. <laughs> Where is hey. the waiter? Hey everyone. Uh, welcome to Chili's. My name is Doug and I'm going to be your waiter today. Oh my oh. god. Little Dougie. Yep. Little Dougie Stinky Pants. Oh my god. <laughs> it's Little Dougie yeah. Stinky Pants. Hey, it's okay. It's so good to but see with you, a Dougie. Beard. Yeah, I have a beard now. I'm uh I'm 20, so I have a beard. Wow. Uh, well, not all 20-year-olds have a beard. Yours looks good though. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um so I, yeah, uh hi. Obviously, we you remember me. Uh I don't I just go by Doug now. Um 
I don't know why I said Dougie. It's just it, it felt back into that when I saw uh, the three of you. But it's just Doug now. And um, hey, how about I get you some waters? Is everybody good with waters? Sure. And I'll take a drink with. Let's see if you remember this. One of the favorite ingredients of the Iroquois. Indians. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't. Um, I want to say. I want to. I want to say corn uh, or, or maize, but. Uh, I don't know what drink even we have that has corn. As a wow. Big. Well, uh, cor- like corn mash liquor would have been an option. But okay. I-, I-, I feel like we talked about this a lot in school, that you would need to retain information at what you just wanted to pass the tests and then you forgot it all. And here we are. I can't even order my favorite drink, which you're not going to know s- what it is. I'm sorry. Little I Ducky, could- please write it clearly. You have the worst handwriting. He had the worst handwriting oh, of ma'am, anyone in his grade. Ma'am, and the stinkiest pants. <laughs> ma'am, I'm so sorry. That blackboard uh, is for today's specials. Could you not erase that? And start? No, look. <laughs> I'm going to tell you again how to write an opening paragraph because you cannot get it in your head. All right. I, you know. I'm sorry. I, I I apologize. I will. I'll I'll rewrite it. I'll write the specials clearly so that you can all see them. Um, can I can I just take some drink orders if you if you if you have water a drink sounds order? great, wa- but then I'll waters. also take a little bit of C six H twelve CL seventeen, which is <laughs> the chemical formula for Coca Cola. <sighs> okay, a Coca Cola, uh, one Coke. Thank you so much, um, Mr. Davis. Thank you. And Coca-Cola. I'll take the favorite drink of Gatsby's best friend. <sighs> I. And confidant, no, no, no. someone who was able to narrate his life because mm. he knew him so well. Mm. Uh, what were they drinking in the movie? I, <laughs> the movie. I don't know. Uh, uh, uh. <sighs> Sorry, I never, I never read the book. I only watched the movie. See, and here you are, not getting by like you thought you could because you didn't retain the information. Now I'll take my drink with corn, squash, and beans. The three sisters of life that the Iroquois Indians <laughs> used as their food stand. Okay. okay. <laughs> And oh. can I say, maybe a pants change while we're back there. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Stinky. I'm bringing up old stuff. Stinky. Can I can I, can I? I just address that? Because I, I feel like I got that name came from the three of you. <laughs> and it, and it, wasn't, it wasn't even my pants. Someone called me poopy pants, but that, but, but it wasn't. I'd never pooped my it's pants. It's your fault I never for pooped sitting my... next to the kid who had stinky pants. Look alive. That's right. And we knew what? that he would not be able to handle the bullying, so we put it on you, little Dougie Stinky Pants. But he, uh, th- th- that's Dale. We work together now, and he's still mean to me. Like, it ruined Dale's our relationship. Here. Dale! Dale! Oh my God. Hey. Dirty Dale! 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 My well, sister sister make funny little movies for extra credit. Kiss on both cheeks, kiss on both cheeks, kiss on both this cheeks. This is the most laid guy ever at our high school. Hey, Dale, are you still the prom king? Uh, sorry, I haven't taken off the crown. Oh, very cool. You know what? Me and Dale are equals now. We're both we're ah, both here. We're both working here? at ch- Yes. <laughs> and I get behind Doug in a table formation, and one of the teachers shoves him over my back. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Dale, you're getting a tip. No, we split tips. We pull tips here. Not today. That's unfair. <laughs> what? I'll find Dale at the car. Well, let's say Dale only wants to give you 40% of his tip. And I know Ooh. this isn't what I taught, but. And we tip Dale $18. How much? Get up off your back. Get up off your back. Oh, ow. Ah. <laughs> You're being lazy. Uh, uh, 40% of $18? Yes. 
750. I don't know. <laughs> Again, he didn't teach math. Not his subject. Uh, Dale, do you want to do what? shots with us? Oh, yes, We'll have a please. round of shots for us and Dale. Oh, shots. You mean gr- the Great Gatsby's best friend's favorite drink? Shots? I knew he knew it. Same. <laughs> the three sisters. Tom? What was it? Corn, beans, and what? The three sisters. The three sisters of the, what would you say, Algonquin? Uh, Iroquois. I just specifically remember Iroquois stuff because it was on our AP test and we never learned it. And I was really mad. Mm. So that name always sticks with me now. Because I was like, Mm -hmm. you can't give me a thing on here that I never freaking learned, Mr. Caruso. Well, you learned it now. I'm impressed. That's true. Your teacher yeah, the was the bald eagle. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's staring down at you right now going, mm-hmm. <laughs> He was one of those teachers that would like, if you got a B on a paper, he'd be like, I know you can do better. You know, uh, he would like right. have he's that He's on kinda, your side a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would always quote, I was Giles Corey in The Crucible, um, who Giles Corey's thing is what they they cover him with stones until he dies and his last words are more weight. Uh, Which is absolute bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) That's the coolest thing you could say, dude. Wow. Um, And he would always, when he was adding more assignments, his little joke would be more weight, like when the homework would get longer and stuff. I don't know why, that just broke my heart a little bit. That's really um, sweet. (laughs) It's a sweet little joke. I took a tour in Salem and they talked about that story and even the tour guide was like, we believe he died screaming, but <laughs> they're like, they're like in that day and age, it was common for people to like make posthumously be like, let's paint them in a good light. Let's, let's mm-hmm. show that they're courageous. Cause there was the saint who was like burned on a spit. Oh, like they God. put a, they put a spit through like some person and like put them over an open flame. And their famous last words were turn me over. I'm done on this side. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't. Oh I don't God. care how brave you are. Like Dude, the those human Salem body. Salem tour guides are <laughs> fucked up. I'm telling you, I was way too young to be on that tour because they did not hold back at all. Oh, they'll give every detail. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that does a disservice to the truth. You know what I mean? It like it's like the little guy can win in the end. It's like no, this was a brutal murder yeah. by an authoritarian. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's not cute yeah. or sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's like those last words were like, "This is the most disgusting way you could have killed me." I never thought in my yeah. whole life this is how I would die. I can't believe how disgusting humanity is. <laughs> yeah. And and one way though, it does kind of make sense because it's like, wow. So we've even before movies, we were doing one liners, like we were doing quippy yeah, liners, and, and embellishing on writing. stories and giving quips. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Quibby was always a always here. <laughs> Damn, those guys are smart. <laughs> um I don't, I don't have any good uh, th- that felt like a good scene pause, but I don't have any. So I'll, I'll have talking. a scene. Okay. Have a scene. You are to be sentenced to death. You here lying in the town square with your two arms and two legs tied to horses, and they shall rip you asunder and rip you into four quarters. Before we smack the horses' rears to send them into a frenzy moving forward, do you have any last words? Please don't do this. (laughs) I swear to God, I'm so sorry. Please, please don't do this. It's so weird. It's so weird that you're going to pull me apart. It's crazy. Nobody in this... In the square wants to see this. It's going to be so bloody and nasty. Please, uh, he, if you're watching, look speak, away. He's speaking too fast. I, I, I didn't. I didn't write uh, most of that town, down. Town scribe, could you uh, yeah. condense that, make it a little more succinct and snappy? 
Ah, oh, I, I'm really the town scribe. I, I'm not uh, really. I don't really punch up what people say. Maybe yeah. something like not enough horsepower, or uh, why did you ask me? <laughs> why did you ask if you're going to edit me right in front of me? You, Please, it's my final stop dying line. I'm trying to paint this. <laughs> I want you to see that I am not comfortable. I am not ready for this. I'm going to draw and you I smiling. Really Is that confess, cool? I do not deserve it. What, what about, I guess I should have ponied up. Ooh, good one. Yes, because he didn't pay for his tab in the bar, and that's why we're killing him. I did pay for my tab. That's the whole point. I'm more of a visual I'm person, but what about giddy up? Ooh, oh, yes, very good, very good. And just to be clear, we're not editing you. We're just trying to make it, we're just trying to punch it up because this will be in the annals. I just want to point out, forever and ever, you guys are not artists. <laughs> this is, there is no art to this. You're wow. heathens. Wow. We don't have to say stuff we can't take back. This is, yes. I mean, it seems mean intentionally, just to be mean. Yeah, it like, sucks for your last words to be punching down on us. We're just yeah, carrying out our duties. <laughs> I'm a city Punching employee. Down. I'm a city employee. <laughs> my beautiful. I was too. My beautiful husband. I, I've brought our baby. Oh, 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 please, please. What should I do with him? I, I, how should I take care of him? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that this is the fate of me. I swear I paid my tab at the bar. <laughs> please find another man. Please, oh. I want our child to be raised with a father. Please. Okay, okay, yes. Uh, uh, so you forget about you. Have you. Blessing, forget yes, you have my blessing. Yes, you have my blessing. Great. <laughs> <laughs> no, too soon. Oh, he kissed that man who looks just like his baby. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, we shall now Honey. smack each horse in uh, unison. Say cheese. <laughs> So I can draw you Just smiling. Make sure you smack them in unison. I don't want it to be any weird ripple. I want it to be one fell swoop. And I do have to legally say this. Make sure as you're being torn apart to keep your palms flat. Otherwise, the horses may bite your fingers. <laughs> I don't care. Are those your last words? I don't care. I hope my I hope the horses choke on my fingers. And I hope you all eat my excrement. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's Actually, good. I like that's that. Good. No, that's not a lot. That's what I mean for you. <laughs> Stop talking. Stop talking. That's going to be your last words now. His horse's ass. His last words are now. That's not what I mean. <laughs> oh, and he poops. He poops. So I said, that's what just I mean. a fart. It wasn't even oh, a poop. Oh, it just dislocated. It, just... it only dislocated and made me poop. Please, oh, either so don't uh, do it or finish it right we now. We have got to get stronger horses. Uh, okay, let's Let's swap these horses out. I think out. we need a bigger horse. They say, I think we need a bigger horse. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. That's perfect. That's a great line. Oh, so can you say that? Can you? God, I, I wish we were killing the guy who's with your wife now instead of you. He's <laughs> way better. Me too. Kill him instead of me and he'll give you gold. Uh, what gold? I don't have any gold. <laughs> no, but this guy didn't pay his bar tab. Oh. Yes, I Wait, you're telling us, you're telling us. He that stole the my chain. The guy, he stole my change off the bar. The guy who has the baby that with your wife that looks like him didn't pay his bar tab. And you, the guy who we're killing for not paying his bar tab, paid the bar tab. Very convenient. 
Yes, it is a huge inconvenience. <laughs> That's his last words. Let's. Uh, is that a, wait? Wait, is that a horse pun? I don't. I don't get it. It's a huge inconvenience. Oh damn it! Instead of running to the four winds, the horses are meeting in the middle and kissing. <laughs> get it! Run! Yes, run, run! Yes, horses! Yes! Why is he I kissing love them? You. <laughs> I love you. Put a blank. Let's, put a blanket over them. <laughs> let's do a thing where we where we get me out of the chains. Oh, the horse. Oh, begging, you guys cross over this chain and you cross over this blank. chain and maybe it will get my hands out of the chains. Wait, he's running now. He's ripping the horses apart. That's how Braveheart should yeah, have gone. Yeah. He's ripping them apart. Yeah. They put William Wallace <laughs> on the wheel and that wheel fucking snaps. <laughs> he said, I got this yeah. wheel. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> uh, well, y'all, I think we've hit our uh, maximum amount of funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got bad news. I hit mine 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that French character. <laughs> just, just been plotting along. You were, you were at, you were at, oh, you were in hyperdrive, dude. <laughs> we're at our apex. We're hitting our nadir. Of course, you can get the podcast, Hey Riddle Riddle. You can, you can find them on Patreon. Um, they do riddles, they do improv scenes, they chat, they're hilarious. And uh, is there anything y'all want to plug individually? Adel, start with you. Uh, nothing individually, but I would say if you've never listened to our show, I a wonderful entry point would be the episodes with uh, with the two of you. So search those out, listen to that, and see if it's your cup of tea. Yeah. Um, Aaron? Um, I would just say uh, today on our Patreon, one of my favorite episodes we've recorded this year comes out. We're, we did like a Christmas Carol show, um, and it's Ooh. really fun and funny. So if you want to check that out, it comes out today. Nice, cool. And I gotta say, if you if you if you liked uh, hearing Dan and Ryan on this one, you got to check out episode one twenty four of our podcast. Now, if you're more of a Dan guy, you're gonna want to do one twenty four part one, but. If you're more of a Ryan realist, oh. that's 124 part two. Ryan realist. Uh, because we did split them We separated them. them? Uh, and then if you're a true Tarver and John Mackey guy, I mean, you're going to win either way because they're also <laughs> they're also on those episodes. Uh, we had such fun doing that. That was, I think, the first time yeah. we met also, and it was a really totally. nice time. And we, uh, we didn't talk about it much because we just got into the fun, but we had some fun little – we went live a couple times over the pandemic. Oh, this yeah. Was, yeah. This was like a nice little family in the early days of the pandemic, and I'm sad mm-hmm. we hadn't seen each other for a while, so this was nice. Yeah, absolutely. I, Thank I mean, you so much for having truly- us. That feels like 25 years. Yeah. It really does. It really does. It really does. It feels. It feels so what? so In long ago. <laughs> like a an, a dream, really. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, thanks for doing the show. Happy uh, end of 2021 and Merry Christmas! And it was great seeing That's y'all. Right. And uh, everybody out there in Radioland, BigGrandeWebsite.com is uh, also got some new stuff up. Uh, That's the new Big Grande minisodes. As well as patreon.com slash you're the man now dog for the full episodes of our guest podcasts, uh, video of all the podcasts, and extra two mans every week that Ryan and I do with either improv, conversation, or something else. Um, Ryan? It's a fun time. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. That's it for me, Dan. All right. I'm ready to go. Merry Christmas to Andy Wu for the logo. Merry Christmas to Brian Holmes for the production help and Casey Trailer for the music. And uh, bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Those are your last words? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I didn't just fart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no.